Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A very big welcome on this episode to the ladies of Dublin. And if anyone else is listening, fine, good for you. But just so you know, this episode is targeted exclusively towards Dublin ladies. We're trying to get the lasses, the women, the broads, the girls, the chicky babes, the chicky mamas, the mamacitas. These are the people, the women specifically, who we are trying to get in to support the podcast on this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. So a big top of the morning or top of the afternoon, top of the evening. Top of the dusk, top of whatever time it is where you are now in Dublin, ladies. We have a series of things that I think might interest you in the podcast. We want this is my getting you in, and uh, you know, hopefully, you listen to the other episodes that aren't exclusively targeted at Dublin, ladies. Maybe you'll find enough here to enjoy, separate to your identity, both as a Dubliner and as woman. Hear you roar. Uh, so let's start. All right. With, but we're gonna do, it's a history episode. History. Or should that be, and I'm sure you can see where this is going, women of Dublin, history. This is a podcast all about me trying to buy a boat, usually. But uh, to get you in and in things that you're interested about, we'll be talking about one of the great woman nautical heroes of your homeland, Ireland. I'm speaking, of course, about Grace O'Malley, Ireland's Pirate Queen. And I would love to do a whole episode just about Grace O'Malley, Ireland's Pirate Queen. Uh, Sadly, though, there are very few references to her in Ireland's contemporary history written at that time. Probably because she was a woman. 
and men are always trying to keep you women out of history, even the pirate queens. But this uh, this pirate queen, I believe she was from West Ireland, and she was she operated in the Tudor period. And did you know? And this is the big thing people say about her. She met Queen Elizabeth the first one of my least favorite historical figures because she was uh well obviously she's a ghastly i mean just read anything about queen elizabeth the first boy there's a woman in history where there's no shortage of contemporary historical sources about her not so sadly grace o'malley mostly uh there are like verbal Un- unverifiable legends about when they met apparently they met and someone uh, grace needed grace the queen grace irish irish queen grace she needed to blow her nose and um and they gave her a, a silk handkerchief and then she threw the hanky in the fire and everyone at the english court was shocked that that had happened and, uh, and then she said, but in Ireland, when we blow our noses, we destroy the thing we just blew into. <laughs> it's not that interesting a story. And frankly, that's, that is about as interesting as it gets. There are some songs written about her that don't have too much to do with her life. There's just, yeah, it's, I saw that there was a pirate queen of Ireland. I thought that'll be great. We'll talk about that. Just flipping through the Wikipedia page. Haven't really found anything interesting at all. So, sorry. Sorry about that. We'll move on to the next part of the show that Irish women might like. And I'm talking, of course, about true crime. Only women are interested in true crime. That's a fact. I've checked. If you're a man and you reckon you really like true crime... Uh, go to a psychologist. I reckon you'll find you've also got gender dysmorphia. Yeah. You're going to want to start shopping for dresses and doing your hair real pretty. Dublin ladies, to really target uh, the true crime element, that targets it on all ladies. But again, we're narrowing it down today on ladies in Dublin. So, of course, we're looking at a Dublin crime. A true Dublin crime. And to keep it in theme with my podcast, All About Buying a Boat, It's also a nautical crime. It's a sea crime. It's an ocean crime. On the first ever segment of Maritime Crime Time. I know that's very similar to the sound effect that I used before. It's just that chord again. And, um... Thunder, but we don't have time. I don't have time to do Can't that. Can't be tasked with making hundreds of thousands of new sound effects for this episode. We've got to focus, all right, on the Irish women, specifically the Dublin women. Women of Cork, fuck off. I'm just fucking with you, women of Cork. We'd love you to stay. Maybe you know some Dublin women and you can talk to them about the podcast. Dublin lasses, there's all sorts of crimes, true crimes that you like hearing about. Women, for some reason, not as keen at the moment on pretend crimes. Stealing a dragon. Anti-gnome hate crime. A peeping Tom robot. They probably do exist. But this crime is a true crime, even though the man accused, the men accused, they don't think it should be a crime. And the headline here, it's in the Irish Times, headline, Yacht Captain Guilty of Drunk Sailing had, quote, God-given right to be on Liffey. 
I assume it's the Liffey, not the Lifey. Uh, secondary headline, boat refused to get out of shipping lane and delayed cruise liner's approach, court told. Look at that. You, do, you get drunk and you have fun in a shipping lane and people put you in prison. You're stone cold sober with a bunch of Palestinian advocates on a jet ski blocking a shipping lane and people call you a hero. Okay, so the story is the true story. Uh, a yacht captain has been found guilty of being drunk while erratically sailing a pleasure boat in Dublin port shipping lane. Wait, this is the older story. This is the story from three years ago. Excuse me. Well, do you want the updated version? I don't, I don't know how to r- reveal this story. Anyway, he was let out on appeal. That's what the Irish Independent reported three years later. Captain who claimed he had, quote, God-given right to sail on Liffey is cleared on appeal of being drunk. Well, that's case open, case closed. Let's move on to the next thing that Irish women might like. I think Irish women, everyone likes, you know, they say you got to see it to be it. And so people tend to like successful people who are like themselves and they want to find out about it. Uh, you know, like fat women love Adele and fat black women love Lizzo. And it doesn't always hold up, you know, not for every field of endeavor. Camille Parlier is a small trans lesbian abortion advocate and conservative Catholics like her a lot. I don't know if you've ever seen the audience for Pink. They look like Pink or Taylor Swift. Ditto. And that sort of thing. So who do women from Dublin love who's a big global star? Ireland's greatest ever songbird, Enya. Uh, I was unable to line up an interview with Enya. Here is a song that I've written though Inspired by Enya. Obviously not inspired by Enya's music, more inspired by the thought of Enya, the way the word Enya sounds, Enya's life story, pictures of Enya. Man, all this thinking about Enya's got me thinking about Ireland. Just as all my thinking of Ireland got me thinking of Enya, all my thinking of Enya's got me thinking of Ireland. What's it going to be like when I'm in like Dublin? Dublin? What's it going to be like when I arrive, possibly on my boat, my boat to perform in Dublin? Dublin. Coming into the port, raising my sails, walking into Dublin town, staying at the finest Dublin hotel. Being careful, careful. Dublin, Dublin, will be out for me. They'll be all say, ladies, please. I'm a married man, and I'll be beating them off with a stick. Not too violently, not enough to hurt anybody. It'll be a padded rubber stick, because I don't believe in physically assaulting women, even if they are challenging my chastity. In Dublin, I've looked up the theatre that I'll be performing at. I've decided. The Olympia, the Olympia Theatre. Theater. Oh, it looks oh, like it the nicest theatre nice in all of Dublin. Dublin. Opened in 1879. Let me tell you Let some of the acts who performed at this beautiful theatre. Adele. Usually, the concert hall seats 1,289 people. When Adele is there, only seats about 800. Ryan Adams. Arcade Fire. Ben Naked Ladies. David Bowie. Charlie Chaplin performed there. Billy Connolly. Florence and the Machine. Foo Fighters. Craftwork. 
Laurel and Hardy. LCD Sound System. Gary Newman. The Killers. Wolfpack. Tom Waits recorded a song there. R.E.M. They did a five night residency there. Sometimes they do a Christmas pantomime. It's a beautiful theatre. Have you ever noticed that since Adele got skinny, she hasn't had a big hit? Big lady needs a big hit. Ah, it's one of the reasons I'm afraid of losing weight. What if people don't want to see me perform anymore when I'm all handsome and skinny? What am I going to talk about other than my big, my big corporeal troubles? Corporal? Corporal. Well, you know, that's another thing about the Dublin, that the Dublin ladies should know, is by the time I show up in Dublin, I'm going to be looking good, because this is a part where I'm trying to get the women involved. Don't think that I haven't seen the sort of, uh, sort of men that women like uh, seeing. I've seen it! You're like a ripped, strong man. Beautiful flesh. Muscle, bones and skin, tats. And what's very prized I know in, say, India, soft white pale skin. But when I'm in Dublin with the Dublin ladies, very different culture, you prize the bronze, man who's been in the sun, man who's been away. So even though I, at the moment I'm, I could be very sexually appealing with my flesh in India, or uh, some parts of Africa. I think actually a lot of the world, they prioritize white skin. But wait, let me tell you, when I'm in Ireland, I'll be tanning up, getting ripped, tanning up, gold teeth, big hair. Going to become a physical specimen. Love Island style. I think you have that show there. And if, you know what? Love Island. Love Island. I love, love, love Island. Island, I love, love Island. This is fast becoming the sort of episode that... We're not going to do any more of in the future. Come the new year, this sort of episode is out. Sorry, Irish ladies who are having a great time listening to this episode. We are absolutely never doing anything like this ever, ever again. And it's being removed from the internet in January 2024. It's gone behind the paywall. So you better join up to that Patreon. But uh, this is, I'm telling you, we're moving on to sleek professional content from here on out. I've started writing some of the sleek professional content that I'm going to use as a mask to catch, sort of a half mask, half net, to catch more listeners and extract more value and move towards a boat more swiftly. Man, sometimes I just think, do, what do, why even bother? Is the passion for a boat still alive in my breast? Why not just disappear? Why not go to a hermitage? Well, I've got to look after my family. I've got to provide for my family. I've got to put them on a boat. Ah! Paul, how you doing? Uh, do you want to come and, and tell people about the bar? All right. but I'm, Paul's going to come and say nice things about the bar that he's running. That's actually going very well. It's opened. This is an ad. Now, well, technically, I mean, you're not paying, but let's have the ad. And, uh, I mean, you let me work here. Tell us about the bar. Well, we're at uh, 137 McGill Road. We're a... Literary, come jazz, come. What else? Don't, don't don't enjoy that too much. You don't like the the come? No, I, I. We're trying to be respectful. This is an episode for ladies in Ireland. Oh. Have you been to Ireland, Dublin? I, I've been to Dublin. I've been to Galway. I've uh, been in between those oh, two. Right. <laughs> I'd go away. I hadn't even thought of uh, any any messages for the women. Any women in Dublin that you might remember? Wait, hold on. Why why am I bringing an ad for my bar in Adelaide? 
worked on an episode for women in Gaul in, in no Atlanta. not Galway no let's not get that wrong in Dublin, in Dublin. Uh, well other people are allowed to listen to it too so we might have some Adelaide people oh that's oh hello Adelaide people uh, come on down to Earn Mallee 137 McGill Road we're open Wednesday to Saturday We've got live music this Friday maybe some mussels again James maybe some oysters oh great this is the sort of seafood they go for in Dublin I hear um, I, I imagine they eat seafood in Dublin but I also kind of bars going great people love it Hoax, 1940s-themed literary salon establishment. James, you don't let the people in on the hoax right away. It's true. If you say the word hoax, people know it's a hoax. Uh, well, that's Earn Mally's. Get on Earn Mally. No genitive case. Earn Mally. Oh! Okay, Paul's gone now and it's just me. Let me tell you. Uh, women of... Art- you know what ladies like as well as being vulnerable? Talking about things about yourself that you're vulnerable about. Ladies... Of Dublin, I am feeling very vulnerable at the moment because I'm preparing to move my young family to the United States. We have just about finished the visa process. Then the visa has to be processed. I'm, I'm we're doing the process, and then it is the processing, and then a meeting, and then we get to hopefully it all goes ahead. I've got work in January. It's costing a lot of money to get this done, but then I'll be in. America with my family, that's very exciting. And this is probably something that as a Dubliner you know quite well because, you know, there was that potato famine and then so many of you, you know, had to leave Dublin to go to a new country as in the endocrine memory, whatever that's called, you know, you can feel the memories of your ancestors. Actually, Dublin ladies, you wouldn't feel that, would you? Because the only people who remain in Ireland to this day who were there then were the ones who didn't starve or leave the country. So, man, if you're in Ireland now, you've you've probably been there forever. I was looking up the demographics of Ireland. One thing that I wanted to do is, you know, maybe get one of the ethnic minorities in Dublin and appeal to them. So if there was like a big Chinese base in Dublin, which I assumed that there would be, uh, then I'd, I'd really appeal to the Chinese Irish Dublin women. And this is my current theory is you want to go, the more niche you go, the easier it is to pick up that niche. And then you just get a number of niches. Niches? Niches. It's the unit is a Friedrich. So you want as many Friedrichs as you can. And the smaller they are, the better. So like originally with my comedy, I was, I was just shooting for people. And that's too broad. So then you go, oh, I'll get the Australian people. That's a little easier. But what if I get Australian men? A little easier again. Well, what if I get Australian men aged 18 to 45? Wow, a little smaller again. Well, what if I just get Catholic anti-vaxxer men in Australia at that age? Whoa, hang on. Now we're, now that's enough disqualifying factors that I got a good percentage of them on board. Obviously, they're not listening to this episode. This episode is just for you, Dublin women. But we should probably narrow it down again, I think. Let's get even more. Let's get... Let's close that aperture. Do you know what I mean? Same amount of water. If the water is my talent, same amount of talent flowing through the aperture. But you close the aperture and make it more and more niche. And then the water accelerates faster. The pressure builds up. The smaller you go, the more finessed it can be. So... Look, if we, if we try and do this in the future, we'll see how we go. We'll see. We've cast a broad net in the Women of Dublin this episode. Women of Dublin, having listened to this episode, please feel free to get in contact with me. I'm on the Instagram, at JDF McCann, uh, on the Instagram, and uh, many other ways to get in contact with me as well. You Spend a moment on Google. You'll find it. I haven't yet come up with a standardized way of getting in contact with me. I'm going to set up a web form at some point. Get in contact. 
you know, because at the moment I don't want to, I don't want to lower the aperture to something that you, the people already listening to, are not. Like if I started immediately going, well, look, say for example that I took a side on the Israel-Palestine conflict. That would be very silly if I said, if I came out and I said, I love Israel. What if I came out on the podcast and I said, from the river to the sea, Israel will be free. And then I found out later on that all of my fans who I've just picked up in Dublin, Ireland, were Palestinian Dublin Irishers with their, you know, anti-colonial bent or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So if you Dublin Irish women would get in contact with me and let me know a little about yourself, you know, age, sex, location. Well, we've got the last two. But age, political views, ethnicity. Am I getting some of Dublin's, I think it's four point something percent Asian population. And even there, what kind of Asian? Because, you know, here in Australia, we Asian means East Asian. But over there, you include people from the subcontinent as being Asian. It's a wacky, it's not as wacky as America where Pacific Islanders somehow count as Asian. And they go, Hawaii is all... Well, listen, I don't want to get into a big race chat in case that's what, that turns you off. Include that as well. How much racial content would you like me to be doing in the future? Basically, hello. That's what I want to get to at the end here. Hello, women of Dublin who have stuck with me to the... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Again, uh, please get in contact with me. Tell me something about yourself and I will, in the future, whenever I do anything Dublin woman related, because we can't turn the whole podcast into just a Dublin woman podcast. I have to get people from right around the world and catch them and move on. You know, it's like we're a ferry service. That's the sort of boat that we're working with here is a ferry. People get on, we go forward. They get on, we go forward. Some people get out at the end, but hopefully we just end up with so many people on the boat that it sinks into boat ownership. Yes, it's not the best metaphor that I've come up with on the show thus far, but it's not the worst metaphor either. So hello, Dublin ladies. Tell me a little something about yourself. Happy to have you here. So proud. I mean, maybe it hasn't worked. Maybe it has. We'll find out. It's all a test. I mean, all of these episodes are coming off the internet anyway in January. They're going behind a paywall on the Patreon, so it doesn't matter if it's no good right now. Obviously, I'd like it to be great, but we're experimenting. We're throwing the die. Thank you very much. Catamaran Ho, James Donald Forbes McCann. My monkey and I have something to hide. The new book of poems out now on Amazon. Go check that out. Well, don't. You know, I don't want to tell you how to live your life. You've got to live your life the way you want to live your life. Gee, I've got to tell you that I wouldn't be reading some other guy's book of poems. Oh. Catamaran, ha 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 